Welcome to Ready to Fly, a parent's guide to preparing your student and yourself for the college transition. In this limited podcast series, you'll learn from other moms and students who have experienced this transition. You'll hear lessons they learn, tips, and things they wish they would have learned beforehand. We hope that after you listen, you will feel encouraged and equipped as you navigate this new, exciting season. All right, I am so excited to have my guest, Meredith Blaze, on today. Today's episode, I'm going to call Woulda, Shoulda, Coulda. Woulda, Coulda, Shoulda. <laughs> like, what are the things that we wish we would have known, should have done, you know, all the kind of things. Like, that that feeling of, like, Woulda, Shoulda, Coulda, you know. Um, and so, Meredith, I'm going to ask you a couple questions, and we're going to kind of go from there. Does that sound good? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, so. Um, Meredith, will you let everyone know um, how many kiddos you have and kind of your college thing, okay. your, your empty nest journey a little bit? Mm-hmm. Okay, so I have three children, um, Will, Sarah, Abby. Will went to college in 2015, and then the very next year I sent Sarah to college and about four years later, sent Abby to college. Now, at the time we lived in Colorado and all three of our children chose to go out of state, all over a thousand plus miles away. And yeah, so I have a little experience with so um, with sending to college far away and transition. Uh I remember that when you were sending Will away and I thought, oh my gosh, it's going to be so far away from me. And it was like, I, I, it made it happen for me, like just a couple years later, it happened so fast. Right. And right. and I remember you were kind of planning, like when you were sending Will off and he was so far away, he lived in Colorado, you were sending him to school in Arkansas. Um, mm-hmm. And so, and back then Amazon wasn't quite what it was. And right. so you learned a ton of like what to do, what not to do. And, um, and, and also he didn't have a car. So right. that was something interesting. Sarah went from Colorado to Pepperdine and Malibu. And then Abby went to Seattle. Um, so totally different situations, right? Each child exactly. had a totally different situation. So, mm-hmm. um, and then for those listening, my kids, I have two kids. I sent one to Baylor two hours away um, in 2018. And then I sent the next one in 2020, all the way to Auburn, Alabama, 11 hours away. So the crazy part about between the five of us and all of our kids is that each one had went to a different college, different situation. Um, and we had two that went to college during COVID. Um, so that Mm. was kind of a whole nother level of crazy for sure. So first question I want to ask you is, what do you wish someone would have told you? What is something that you're like, gosh, I wish someone would have told me this. Um, I think one of the things that I wish I had understood is like your role as a mom changes. Like you're, you're still a mom, right? You will always be their mom, but your role changes. Like you go from having like a front row seat in their everyday life to days upon days where you don't know what's gonna what's going on with them like what's what's happening what they have for breakfast like are they eating enough you just you don't know you you lose that front row seat and so your role is still their mom and they'll still call you when they need things but just the everydayness of momming 
I guess that's the way to say it. Just everyday, everyday involvement in their life looks so different. And um, yeah, that's kind of a big adjustment. So I totally agree. I, I remember the first time that when, you know, Jake, you know, it, we kind of got spoiled having Will, you know, two hours away. I mean, let's be real. I mean, like when they go two right. hours away, like you have nothing to complain about. You can go take them to lunch and come back in the same day. Not a big deal. When your kid during COVID goes states away, like Abby and Jake did, it's a totally different scenario. I'll never forget, we had Life360. If you don't have Life360, maybe don't get it now because it might stress you out. But Life360 is an app where you can kind of track where your kids are. They can track where you are. Okay, so uh, one of the things that was so crazy is that um, – so one night he had like this life 360 and he had, um, it was like kind of maybe 12 o'clock at night. And for some reason I woke up and I looked at life 360, never do that. Never look at life 360 at 1230 in the morning because mm-hmm. he was like, it looked like he was in a, like a field in the middle of nowhere. Okay. So I don't want to freak him out because I don't want to be like that mom. It's like, and I don't really want him to know that I'm hovering. Right. But I am. And so I'm like, so I kind of calmly try to pray myself to sleep. The next day I'm like, so what did you do last night? You know, and he's like, oh, we went to a couch burning in a field. I was like, okay, I guess that's what they do in Alabama. They go to couch burnings in Alabama. And so that was so funny. And I was like, you know, I could have freaked out and called 911. But thankfully, you know, as you have learned, as we parent, you have to kind of learn to kind of chill a little bit. Is there something you wish someone would have told you? Someone would have told me, I wish someone would have, I think the same, you know, like I, mm-hmm. I think I wish someone would have told me that the house is going to feel really quiet. You know, even right. when my first went home, away, the house, the dynamics changed so much. Mm-hmm. And so I wish I would have gone on my family trips. Like, you know, I wish we would have done like more things because like, I mean, there's so many things I wish people would tell me. I mean, that could be a whole podcast. Like, you know, all the things I wish someone would have told me. But really, um, I think for me, though, what I wish someone would have told me is just that it was going to be so quiet, you know, and um, that was kind of like shocking. But also just like, you know, they were so busy with sports in the summer and all the things. And so I was like, oh, we can't go on trips or we can't do whatever. And then you think. But that's like the only time you ever, ever, ever will be able to do those things. Like there's Mm -hmm. not a time where it gets easier, you know, where you get to go on vacations together. It actually, for us, got harder because we went from having, you know, three kids in the same school district to at one point, two kids in college, one in high school and three different spring breaks, three different Christmas holidays. Like there was overlap, but any kind of travel or coordination got really hard. Yeah. And it doesn't get any better once they get into like out of like, cause when they have a job right. and stuff like that, like then you have to coordinate, they have like limited vacation time. They have, right. you know, there's just so much less that you can do exactly. at that point. So mm-hmm. it just, it never, I just feel like it never has gotten easier, you know? Right. Um, okay. Here's a question. Mm-hmm. What do you wish you would have stressed less about? 
a lot of moms I'm friends with have kids that are um, like going to be seniors. Um, I have a ton of friends that have kids that are about to be seniors and they're stressed to the max about what college they're going to get into, what, you know, like all the things like senior year, like all the things, what would you wish you would have been less stressed about? Okay. So I think I probably just would have stressed less about, about grades. By the time they're a senior, they've done the work. They, they, it is what it is, right? Like they junior year matters and I'm not saying that they should blow off senior year, but just um, feeling like that's this all important thing. Okay. So I have a question for you. What is one thing that you wish you would have stressed less about when your kids were preparing for college, like their senior year of high school? What's something that, that you felt was not worth the stress? I think I would have stressed less about them getting into college because Mm -hmm. they're going to get in somewhere. And it's all going to work out, right? And so for my kids, um, it was stressed about, like, where they were going to get in. So, and I don't know if your kids were as stressed about that, but, uh, or you were as stressed or your kids, but um, I was so stressed that they wouldn't get in. And actually, my second son didn't get into the college of his choice. And it ended up being the biggest blessing ever. Like, he has thrived so much at at the university he's at. I feel like way more than the university that he didn't get into, that he had always wanted to be go to. I mean, like he Mm -hmm. had every outfit he owned practically had their letters in there, you know, on them, you know, Mm -hmm. his, his room was decorated that way, you know, like that was where he was going to go. And when he didn't get in, it was like, Oh my gosh, you know, like the world is going to end. But actually it just, it ended up being a bigger blessing than ever. What were you surprised about when your first kid went went off to college? Like, what is something that you were like, ah, oh, hmm? I think I was surprised that I wasn't more sad. Like, of course, mm. it's a shift in your family dynamic. And, of course, you're sad. And, you know, there's an empty chair at dinner and you walk by the empty bedroom. But I still had two kids at home and they needed me and life just kept happening. And, like I said, one of them was a senior in high school. They were just back to back in school. And so everything I had done the previous year with my son, we were now doing with my daughter. And so it's just, it's a lot. I mean, it's just a roller coaster, but uh, of busy and of emotion. But I don't know if it wasn't that I just didn't have time to process it or mm-hmm. um, I, I don't know, or just sometimes you build up the big moments and then you reach them and you're like, Oh, okay. I made it. So of course we were, were sad and we missed him, but it wasn't this devastating thing like you anticipate maybe. Right. I think for me, um, it was just quiet. You know, like I said before, I was like, it was just like Mm -hmm. a lot more quiet and I was like, Oh, Mm -hmm. but then, and then Mm -hmm. we just like started smothering Jake. (laughs) (laughs) Right. Younger one. Right. It was like all eyes attention. And he was so gracious because he knew we were like Mm -hmm. really struggling but he was so good and gracious to not like be like, oh, I'm driving me crazy because I know we absolutely were. Mm-hmm. Okay, so mm-hmm. what was the most surprising thing about when your first kid, when when with an empty nester transition, like going from at least having Abby at home to like empty nester? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, I think that's where the the quiet kicked in for us, just having like this time, like, okay, dinner, it's, it's just us. What do we do? Mm. <laughs> like yeah. what, it was just surprising, um, how quiet and empty your house feels because mm. 
you to go from like she probably like Jake got a lot of attention that year, and then all of a sudden, I mean, your school calendar it's gone. Like emails from your school district, your inbox is empty, and your house is too. So, I think um, just just the extra time and space is the weirdest transition and weirdest it's a it's mm-hmm. a little bit um just catches you off guard sometimes it like does. it's just us and you it's when you're really grateful that you like your spouse <laughs> okay let's talk about that I mean that's kind of a hard transition you know relationship mm-hmm. I think probably I mean and I think you would agree like probably our hardest relationship years have been mm-hmm. the empty nester stage is that what yeah. you would say I would say that for us, um, just especially in light of aging parents and, you know, we've shifted from caring for kids to needing to give our parents a little more care. And so that's good. And we're grateful that we are available to do that, but it's also challenging um, mm-hmm. just to be that that's they call it the sandwich generation where you're still caring for your kids, but you're also caring for your adult parents. So yeah, that's been challenging. And, um, for us, it was, we, we moved to a different state, you know, we uprooted our lives from the community we had been a part of for almost 20 years. So we've, we've had challenges for sure, but, um, but we're, we're committed to each other and to figuring it out and just staying faithful to one another and, and our kids. And it's hard some days, but it's also good. Like it, there's more space to, to date or to get away and do things together that you didn't have the time or space to do when your kids that's were at so home. True. Yeah. That's mm-hmm. so, so true. Yeah. I've definitely felt that too. And being like, okay, we got to work on each other. We're working our relationship. And, right. and I, my husband's like, what's for dinner? I'm like, I don't know. Like I'm done. Like the kitchen's closed. I know. If you want dinner, make your own dinner. I mean, you know, like, <laughs> you've had to, you know, like our roles, you know, kind of figuring out our roles right? post kids. Right. That's kind of funny that you talk about that because, um, when we were coming home to our very empty nest for the first time, we had a conversation in the car about, okay, can we like make a plan? Like maybe you cook a couple nights a week and I'll cook a couple nights a week and then we can just not cook or go out or whatever. But we had a strategy because um, that really does shift. Like you don't need to make a meal every single night any longer. Oh, we ate out so much that first year and gained weight. Like, I feel like we gained like Mm -hmm. that newlywed weight. We gained like post kids, right? Because we just ate out all the time. We were like, oh, we can, we can go do. So much easier. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And you didn't want to cook because it's just the two of you and way less, you know, protein was purchased at our house because we didn't have boys at our house. That was like way, our grocery bill was way less. In the woulda, coulda, shoulda theme, Mm -hmm. what do you wish you would have taught them when that ended up being a struggle? Like what is something that may have been a struggle that you were kind of surprised about? Um, but it ended up being a struggle and you were like, huh, I wish I would have taught them this. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, I think to one of the things would just be to teach them to ask for what they need. Um, not in terms of like, I need money or <laughs> I need new shoes, things like that, but just to know, just the self-awareness piece, like I'm struggling with sadness or homesickness or 
Um, I, and for my son in particular, the first year he was away at school, he didn't have a car. And there were a couple of situations. I mean, it was really just a handful, but a couple where he really needed um, to have transportation. And so we had some real honest conversation with him after it was probably spring break of that freshman year about returning for sophomore year. And he kind of came to us um, <laughs> with a list and said, you know, I want to come back, but here's what I need. And a car would definitely make things easier. And we were so happy to make that happen. We just didn't think it was necessary that first year, but to just realize, you know, and I need, he said, I need to be able to come home more and mm. he was far away, but he was able to realize that to go from August to Thanksgiving was too long. He needed to come home. Yeah. And so, you know, what? just, I thought I was proud of him. I thought that was a really um, mature thing to recognize and realize. And he didn't have to negotiate or bargain with us. He presented it sort of like that, but we just right. were happy to meet that need. We just needed to hear him express it. That welfare check. I think for our youngest, mm -hmm. he, he, you know, was like, we were like, Hey, if you're struggling with something and you need to go to counseling or whatever, there's no shame in that. Like we will pay mm -hmm. for that. We will, you know, we will, right you know, that mental health, like making that like, okay, like you're going to be lonely. You're going to be missing home. You're going to be, right. you know, whatever. So for us, I think, um, the things that I don't feel like I ta taught them, I mean, I definitely prepared them. Like you're going to be lonely. There's going to be days. It's not right. going to be really fun because I experienced that. And so I wanted them and it was kind of surprising to me in college mm -hmm. that I felt that way. So I wanted to say, Hey, some days you're just going to be sad miss home, not really like right. it, you know, whatever. But I think the friendship piece was actually harder mm -hmm. for both boys than I thought it would be. And I wish I would have prepared them for that. Like, hey, it's going to take you a while to make friends. And it's going to take a long, lot longer than you thought, like to invest in friendships. Mm -hmm. Because friendships, like just acquaintances, you have to spend about 50 hours together. Closer friends, it's about 100 mm -hmm. hours. And then besties, you have to spend 200 hours together together in order to develop mm -hmm. a bestie, that's a lot of time. And lot, um, yeah. so you have to really develop those friendships. That's also why a lot of people develop their closest friends in college is because they have the time, right? When you're a mom, right. you don't have mm -hmm. the time to invest 200 hours right. with someone really. So, um, right. so that was kind of like friendships, you know, um, that, that was, that was a big one. The people who are um, listening to this podcast, they received a college packing list that you and I created. Mostly you created because you're the organized one. But um, what are some tips that you would love to share about packing um, of your kids, you know, because they're maybe buying stuff, you know, getting stuff ready to send off to mm -hmm. their kids. So what are some things that might be helpful? Um, I think that that list is a great starting point. You do not need every single thing on that list and that will differ for boys and for girls for sure but um i think that when you are packing you need to put a toolkit in there when you get to your kids dorm room and you have to start assembling things you're going to need a set of tools screwdriver whatever make sure you have that that's one tip um you and i both love those blue ikea zipper bags yes you they don't even have to be from ikea you can buy them on amazon but those things hold so much stuff and they fold flat. They can be, they're just amazing in a dorm room. You can, you can carry so much and then they just fold up and they don't have, you know, a big tub or tote that they need to store somewhere in their room. So those are your very best friend. 
very yes, best friend. for sure. And Amazon mm-hmm. is your best friend. You know, like, I mean, uh, I, like the time from like when your Will went to college mm-hmm. to like my Jake mm-hmm. went to college, like that was Amazon, like, mm-hmm. you know, Auburn, you know, so far we just shipped stuff via, you know, Amazon. Yeah. So we didn't have to take it with us. And that was super helpful. Yeah. And you couldn't even exactly. like with Sarah, no, with Abby, you had, well, Abby and Sarah, you flew, right? With both of them when you we moved flew. them? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you can even check those bags if they can serve as checked luggage on a plane. So oh, a huge that's fan awesome. of bags. but I think you're right. Like I over-prepared with all of my kids because none of them had a car freshman year and you know, you just didn't want them to run out of anything. But by the time Abby went to school, we relied on prime a lot more. So don't overpack. Like I, I did that all wrong the first year. With Will. <laughs> but, but it was just, you know, what we knew. We didn't rely on that. Like we do today. Um, I think, I think too, that one, um, you and I've kind of talked about this a little, like one thing that's really a good thing to pack for them is a supply of cold medicine or things that they are going to need. Should they get sick? Like if they need it, and they don't feel like going to get it or they don't have transportation, it's really nice to have Benadryl or, you know, um, NyQuil or whatever it is, like some kind of over-the-counter cold medicine that they can just get and have and keep there. And whether they use it or not, they have it. Yes, that is so helpful because they don't know mm-hmm. what to, to go get. And they, they don't get a know what to buy. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so and they true. feel bad. And so... You and I have done that too, where we've sent them a low care packages, like our delivery from, um, from Grubhub or Uber Eats that they'll deliver anything. So that's wonderful. That's a good thing to know. Right. What are, what are you, what are some packing tips you think of? Um, so packing tips, I wasn't as good and organized as you are. Um, so a lot of things we were ordering last minute, Amazon, um, because mm-hmm. your local Target, Walmart, big stores are going to be oh. pretty wiped out in the towns that you're exactly. in. So you kind of have to bring stuff or have like ordered it, have it delivered. Um, mm-hmm. Or just know that you may have to, you know, the room may not be totally perfect when you get there. Um, I wish right. I had girls because the dorm rooms were so much cuter than boys. I mean, boys, they just need a blanket and sheets and towels and they're pretty good, right? I mean, it's just pretty simple mm-hmm. for boys. Um so that's a really helpful thing. One other like last tip that I have um, is I would highly suggest to join a mom's group of um, the university or college your kid is going to. If you don't have one, I cre- actually created one, Baylor Moms one, um, when my son went to Baylor just for moms for just specifically that grade, so a year, so class of 2024. Mm-hmm. 20, or 2022 or whatever it was. I can't remember. 22. So 2022, mm-hmm. you know, moms. And it was just the moms in that grade. That was so fun because mm-hmm. we, I learned a ton. I could ask questions like what doctor should I send them to? You know, there was a lot of questions that we could um, ask each other. And we just kind of went through like this small T trauma together, you know, of like leaving our kids. And it was so helpful. And these are ladies that I'm still friends with today um, because they developed those relationships. So if your university doesn't have something like that, um, create one. It's been a really a great tool for me. Um, mm-hmm. And in fact, um, I liked it so much. Actually, Dallas has, an, uh, my youngest went to Auburn, and um, Auburn, Dallas, Fort Worth area has an Auburn moms group. And that has been just invaluable 
Um, and so that group, we get together four times a year and do packing parties. So we do little care packages for so them. Fun. And that is so, mm-hmm. so, so fun. And it also helps me meet other moms. And it helps that transition, you know, makes it so much easier, especially when your kids are 11 hours away. You have that instant bond and, you know, that resource as well. Mm-hmm. So those are some tips that we have um, really quickly to kind of share with you. Thank you, Meredith, for for sharing your tips. And hopefully this is helpful for our listeners. Um, And continue to read the emails that we have. We're going to send you 10 tips um, of things that you should teach your kids before they go to college. You have the college packing list. Um, We want to make sure that you're ready, ready, ready when those kids go off to um, college and you're prepared for what is beyond because there is life after um, and exciting things um, in your life. It can be amazing. We want to help prepare you to make that transition really great. Thank you for listening. We pray this episode gives you a little insight and relief as you enter this new exciting season. Please share with a friend, and if you haven't already, sign up for our college packing list, which will include my favorite 10 tips to teach your kid before they leave for college. You can find it at funfitmom.com packing. Can't wait to have some more fun together next time.